1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: by my and
2: now you with me for last's been a long day Without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again.
3: Say it, Chime.
2: Go ahead, Chime.
3: Say it. I don't have friends. I have family. <laughs> Big day for Bill Belichick. Big day for the New England Patriots. We will. Bigger day for Robert Kraft. Big day for Robert Kraft. We will go live to Bill Belichick at 730 when he addresses the media. By the way, Courtney, that is top five on the Emo Greg playlist. It's right up there with the uh, Boston song from Augustana. Yeah,
2: okay.
4: very good. And Charlie Puth uh, has Boston ties, went to college here. So mm, you got to okay. remember that.
3: And one all
5: other right. thing, Greg, that emo post makes me really nervous every time I see you post a story because I'm like, Oh my god, is he gonna be emo again? To Especially
4: between the hours of like ten and five AM.
3: Right. I am I'm not emo that often. I'm in I'm I'm That's I'm why very... it's frightening. Right. That okay. When you are, you go all in. Over
4: the weekend on Saturday, Saturday morning, I'm enjoying my coffee and all of a sudden I have a missed call from Curtis and I get really nervous because I never get usually I'll get a text before like, Hey, are you free to chat for a minute? It was just a call out of nowhere. I'm like, something's wrong with Greg. He's in the hospital. (laughs) Car accident. I don't know. I was... Damn. So I called him back right away. Well,
3: my goal. I mean, is it my advanced age that has you it nervous? Could be. <laughs> <It> could
0: be. <laughs> hey, I mean. Or I just think of you
4: like my parents. You know, right. if I get a missed call from my parents, I, yeah. I get nervous. All so right. I call Curtis back. He's like, "Hey, sorry, uh, butt dial."
0: <laughs>
5: I have been butt dialing like crazy. I don't know what's wrong with my phone, but I I was during the show, so I I realized that Courtney must have thought it was something crazy because it was during Ken and Curtis. Yeah. But it was nothing.
3: It was just, just glad uh, you're okay. Yeah, it was fine. Great. All right. I mean, well. <laughs> Um, so you did go
4: to Maine, so the potential Maine, of car accident.
3: Maine was great. The weather was fantastic. Uh, the storm arrived uh, there as it did here Saturday, late Saturday night yesterday. It's uh, I love it up there. Had a delicious dinner at Street and Company in the old port in Portland. I love mm-hmm. Maine. Good Me too. day, great time. My adopted home continent of mm-hmm. Maine, and they can't wait for us to get back there. For the annual Beach Cornhole tournament, which is on June first at the Brunswick. And I'm assuming that we'll do a roadshow there as well. I think. I mean I guess we have to evaluate all the roadshow locations and decide if we wanna uh move on it's from anywhere. Uh or stick so- with all stick the stick with the same locations again. People gotta- are always
6: like, You gotta try this place, you gotta go here, you gotta go there and I feel like sometimes when you stick with the same places, you might miss out on some hidden gems somewhere. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. and like I said, I, I'm, I'd i rather see, you know, even though I love Hampton Beach, I'd rather see five different new locations. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? That is edgy. Yeah. Because huh? like, you you like to see, you want to see what other places have to offer. If you just go to the same restaurant, and I do this all the time, and you order the same meal all the time, aren't you missing out on something potentially that, could blow your mind.
5: I have a question for the room. First of all, Wiggy, you're the MVP of last year. The Hamptons Beach, uh, Bernie's Beach Bar pick mm-hmm. was a, brilliant, and we gave you a hard time. So I'll listen to any opportunities and ideas you have. When you guys go away, do you ever go to the same restaurant multiple times on a trip?
1: No, uh, no.
3: no. Yeah, probably not. Yeah,
5: I, I like if I find a place I like, I literally eat there every night.
3: Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're worried about the other place is going to suck and you're going to waste the right. night or like, whatever. If you yeah. have a great meal. Yeah, what? What's the point of trying somewhere else?
6: Because you you'll o- never find
3: that
5: other gem. Wait, do you order the same exact thing? Do um, you go back to the place? Maybe, but my, you know, mm. it's not a definite. But it's just, I don't know. Like if I'm in, like what I just traveling anywhere, you find a great restaurant, I'll go, I'll go. to the same place every night. You
3: know what that indicates? Polite sex person.
5: <laughs> <laughs> go,
6: oh, so this, like... go to the same position every other night. <laughs> Doesn't want to risk it. Yeah. Well, right. for, uh, did I, I, you, I did you cook weekend. at all? Huh? For, or
3: did you cook at all for your lady friend? Uh, no, I didn't. Not in the love shack. No, I didn't cook. We we got up there late Friday night, uh, and then we uh, we went out every oh. every time. By the way, did I see
2: an Instagram story? You were playing a bunch of board games.
3: Yeah. Are you oh, wow. a board games guy no, now? I, I was gifted some board games by the guests. I thought it was a nice, like a uh, housewarming gift thing or whatever you call that. that it's nice. What was they that got, like? <laughs> um... they, gave, they gave me some board games. Was it
6: like Naked Twister or something? <laughs> no, it was not
3: Naked <laughs> Twister. Yahtzee. What's wrong with Greg's you? Greg's
6: too busy playing apples to <laughs> apples. apples. What are you playing Candyland or something? No, there were some
3: good games. you there guys, was...
2: a Hard Battle of Monopoly.
3: No, they gave me Sorry Underrated game, Uh, extremely underrated game.
2: Was trouble in there? That's better.
3: Yes. In there as well. Which
2: one of those
5: board games best describes Bill Belichick today at 7:30? (laughs) (laughs) Is it sorry? Trouble Mm -hmm. operation?
3: (laughs) All right. Bill coming up live. I think it's a zoom because he's got the germs. Mm -hmm. Bill coming up at 7:30. Right now, this. It's time for...
7: Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito
8: of football world.
2: They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries.
3: Said it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me face Maybe I'll give him in the eye. They
1: said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com
3: I'm just going to say it. All right. Uh, time for They Said It, but a question for you, Curtis. Uh, on the Subaru of New England text line, if Bill, at seven thirty, twenty 20 minutes from now, announces that he's back, are you just going to leave the show and go home and beat your head against the wall? No, I will be. <laughs> I, I will miss
5: our, our interviews every Monday. Okay. I loved it. Right. Okay. I think it's an honor to have him on the show, and I think it'll be, you know, whoever the next coach is will have big shoes to fill.
3: All right, what do you want to start with, Sean?
2: Well, Greg, let's begin with a guy, Wiggy has actually already mentioned on this program, Jameis Winston. He uh, was the, He's the backup quarterback for the Saints. Ended up coming into that game yesterday against the Falcons late because it was an absolute blowout. Uh, Tyron Matthew had picked the ball off, gotten tackled right around the one-yard line, but the Saints just needed to knee it out. Right. Clock was uh, under two minutes. All they got to do, knee it out. Game's over. Victory
3: formation. Yeah, yeah,
2: you're already up 41-17. Game's well out of reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, in victory formation, they decided... To go for the touchdown and give the touchdown to Jamal Williams, who hadn't scored one all year. Jameis Winston explains after the uh, after the game, "Oh, that was a team decision."
5: Play was was victory, yeah. uh, but I also explained to Da that it was a team decision, and I asked the guys. I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team, and Da didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so if
3: if if, if we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know. Uh, hmm. Wiggy Dink
6: move. Yeah, that that's super disrespectful. I don't care what you say is Jamal Williams. It's not like he's retiring. I mean, the kid's still playing. Um, so I think it's like, you know, it's the unwritten rule, you know, whether it's in basketball or in other sports. There are things that you don't do yeah. to disrespect. At, what was it, 41-17? Uh, it's yeah. like, come on now. like And really? you feel
3: this because I think this was done to you eight times this past season <laughs> at Brockton. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, we never got disrespected at all. Never that I would be like um, Arthur Smith. I would be you be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Well, they it. did got it.
3: crushed. They did. They, they did it on their own. Like coach right. didn't want them to do it. Right.
6: Right. So. so I mean, maybe uh, if I'm Arthur Smith, I don't know that. Yeah, and then maybe Dennis it. Allen says yeah. that to me, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's next, Shine? Uh
2: next, let's hear from one of our own Patriot players. That would be none other than David Andrews. Following yesterday's game, he was asked. If he'll be back, if he's ready to play more in the NFL, and this is what he had to say. You know, I don't
7: know. I I, uh, I think I still got some in the tank, you know. But you know, we'll see. I'm tired. I'm sore. It's been a long year. I'm gonna go home, go back to Georgia. I'm gonna sit on my tractor with my son, take him deer hunting, and then I'm gonna get back to work and and see where it goes from there. So. He's
0: playing.
4: Oh, that. He actually, during the press conferences, made me more emotional than Matthew Slater. And I just have to say, we need more Matthew Slaters in this world. That guy is a class act through mm-hmm. and through. Whether yeah. it's every teammate who's ever played for him says that they're be- they're a better man for playing next to Matthew Slater. To every coach that's ever coached him. To every fan that's ever had any interaction with him. All the reporters that deal with him on a day-to-day basis. He is who you want on your team. In any sport in any in any year, in any they decade. Need,
3: they need to sell that hoodie that uh, everybody was wearing. Yeah, that was pretty the, dope. The Patriots. Yes. Uh-huh. That and the, that was uh, as you would say, fire. It
4: was fire, but it also like having it say son, father, husband before it gets into the football stuff is Matthew Slater to a T. And yeah. if you're somebody who, you know, uh is really into their faith. He's also a man who makes sure to lead his his teammates and, and teammates on other teams um, with prayers before games mm-hmm. and after games. He is just a top notch human being, and we need more Matthew Slaters more well, the world.
6: I, I hope David Andrews is back. Me too. Yeah, he's back. Um, he said he, it. Yeah. He knows. It. Well, once you go, like to me, I I like when guys do what David and Andrews does. They do. I hate the. Keeping me like yo-yoing me around. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to feel how like my body World. I got to talk. No, you know what you're going to do. You either want to continue to play or you don't. And I like that David Andrews said, I still got more gas left in the tank. Yeah. That means he still wants to play. He'll go home and take care of his body. But he knows, hey, I can continue to do this. And guess what? I'm getting paid pretty nice to do this. All right,
2: anything else, Sean? Yeah, one more cut for you here. Uh, after the Bears' loss to the Green Bay Packers yesterday, Justin Fields met with the media and was asked about the first overall pick and what kind of concerns he has, if he feels like he'll be back with the team, how he's dealing with that, uh, and this is what Fields said.
7: I mean, the thing is, we, we had the same you know, topics and stuff last year, so it's not like we didn't have the number one pick last year. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be the same thing. Um, like I said, I control what I can control, and, um, you know, I'm going to get healthy this off offseason, uh, spend time with my family, and um, get better. So, like I said, we went through the same thing last year. We had the morning pick. Everybody was asking, what if, what if, what if, and um, nothing happened. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying that nothing might happen because, shoot, we all don't know. But um, I'm not going to let the potential or what if, what if not, you know, stress me from, you know, enjoying life and going through uh, my everyday life.
5: <laughs> I, I want Justin Fields in that draft class is exactly why at three, after Caleb and, and Drake may go off the board, you take Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm with you on that one.
6: Mm. I take Marvin Harrison. I but trade. Then for, what do you do at quarterback? Trade for Justin Fields.
5: That would be up. That, I'd do that. This team needs as many sure things as possible. Devin said it earlier this year with the show, Greg, that they're not going to win it all next year. This is a couple-year rebuild from where they sit with this talent on their roster. Get a guy that is a home run, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is a, from my perspective, is a no-doubter. So if they
2: take Joe Alt, the offensive tackle, because he's a home run,
6: you're going to be okay with that? Sure. No. If, sure, if
5: they build a no. the roster. If, if he's a great left tackle for the next five years, we'll all celebrate. No,
6: no, 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 because, and and we've always talked about this, if you get a game changer at left tackle and you get a game changer at wide receiver, one guy's going to take you to the promised land, the other guy... There's no guarantee you're going to the promised but land. If the
3: Bears are sticking with Justin Fields, then, then they're, they're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, then you're good. Then, you, then you're okay, and then you get Drake Max. Right,
6: but if let's say they go, they don't stick with um, Marvin Harrison Jr. Then what you do is you pick up the phone and you go, okay, what is it going to take for us to get Justin Fields? Right, so you trade for Justin Fields. You then get Marvin Harrison Jr. I kind of disagree with Curtis a little bit in the sense where. You can change your franchise in one year. Look at the Cleveland Browns. Look at the Houston Texans. If you get the right guy, if you get a Marvin Harrison Jr. who comes in and does what, like, a Jamar Chase did, or even what Puka Naku is doing, it completely changes your franchise. All right. Justin Fields. Wiggy just wants to draft Justin Fields.
3: Oh, maybe you finally get your wish. Uh, Bill Belichick. Talking to the media at 7.30. We will have that for you right now. Courtney, and what is trending this hour?
1: Grish and Fourier. Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
4: Trending now brought to you by Shaw's. The Pats dropped the final game of the season to the Jets, 17-3. A bad loss, but a great draft pick. The Pats had a number three behind the Bears and Commanders. And while we don't have Bill with us this morning, we are going to go live to his press conference via video at 730 this morning. And while the Pats have been out for quite some time, let's get to the playoff picture. In the AFC, the Ravens have the number one seed. They have the first round bye. The Dolphins have the sixth seed. They fall, fall from grace for them uh, after they lost to the Bills yesterday. They will travel to AFC West title holders, Kansas City. Those Bills wrap up the AFC East. They have the number two seed. They'll host the Steelers, and the Texans clinch the AFC South. They'll host the Browns in the wild card round. Also,
3: watching that game last night at halftime, I was aghast. Aghast. Fully aghast. Was that the dinner? When I learned (laughs) that I am going to have to sign up For streaming on Peacock in order to watch the Chiefs game on Saturday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is kind of
2: dumb. What kind of a joke is that, Chime? NBC has a channel. Like, that's the difference between NBC and Amazon, right? Amazon doesn't have a network television channel. NBC does. Just put it on NBC. Hate to bring her up. Peacock looking
4: for that Swifty subscription for the day.
3: Oh, I I don't know what that is. Well, they want all the
4: Swifties Uh, to uh, sign up for Peacock. Oh. They get Kansas City. They get, oh. they get a bump in those subscriptions. Are you kidding me? That's what it's, I think.
3: I mean, Stupid. I, I don't even know how to sign up for a streaming <laughs> service. That's, That's why, it, why I think Amazon's going to help me with that. Oh, we'll help you. Oh. Okay.
4: Uh, over to the NFC. The Niners clinched home field advantage with the first <laughs> round bye. The Cowboys clinch the NFC East. They have the number two seed and will host the Packers. The Lions clinch the North with the third seed. They'll host the Rams in the wild card round. And the Bucks won the NFC South. They'll host the Eagles. The Bruins are in action tonight. They take on the avalanche on the road. Puck drop is at 9. And before that, the Celtics are in Indiana. They have the Pacers at 7. And the national championship game is tonight. Washington v. Michigan at 7.30 in Houston. And fresh sumo mandarins are now on sale at Shaw's and Star Market. Today through Thursday, pick up sumo citrus mandarins for only one ninety-seven a pound. We use the digital coupon. Don't miss out on enormous sumo mandarins. Super sweet. And now on sale, Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. I'm
5: expecting a wonderful sumo mandarin from Jeremy Reiner later today after I demolished him with my Logan Airport prediction for the snowstorm. 26 degrees and sunny, afternoon high 35.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
6: Every
9: night in my dreams, I see you, I feel
0: you, that is how I know you.
2: between us you have come to show you Go.
3: so in that scenario
1: robert Kraft
3: is rose on the hunk of wood mm-hmm. and bill belichick is jack right yeah. and bill's just gonna kind of drift off into the yeah. Into the ocean with the ball. Well, booth.
6: Rose could have like gave him a little bit of a piece of the wood to let him whole stay around. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in oh, that
3: case,
5: Rose, aka Bell is lying down nude with just Super Bowl rings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By the way, that was a Curtis pick I mean, to honor Bill Belichick. Total today. banger. Bill Belichick will speak momentarily. We will have that for you. The more I think about it and the more Wiggy talks about it during the break, it's oddly fascinating that he is addressing the media this morning in just a few moments. What's the point? There are, very,
5: there are very few times where I sit and I'm genuinely excited to hear this. Like I have no idea what direction this is going to go. Nobody does.
3: No. I On the Subaru of New England text line, 603 texter says, Bill is either re- resigning or retiring at 7.30. Otherwise, why have the press conference? Right. Yep.
6: Or just talk about what they're looking to do Coming up next year and how they're excited to move on
3: maybe the meeting already happened maybe yeah the meeting was last night
6: right Or well, it was early this morning
3: another texter said that uh he's doing the meeting on zoom because Robert Kraft took his keys last night which I don't think I don't think you have to take his keys right away I no. mean' it's like, I mean he's getting, you're gonna know if he comes back uh here's Derek the Steelers fan hello Derek
9: yeah he's gonna say absolutely zero at seven thirty then why is he doing it? Because he's Bill Belichick. What do you mean? Why is he doing it? Why, though? Okay? Why, why,
5: Wait, why? That, if it's Bill Belichick, he doesn't want to talk to the media. He you, wouldn't be
3: doing it. You don't have exactly.
9: to do it. Derek. He's going he's gonna to do what he did yesterday and deflect. And, oh, I still haven't met with Robert. Okay, but Robert. then why,
3: why not push
9: it off? What's the point of it today? What Get is- it over with. Done. Now all his obligations to the media are done. And nobody can say, "Well, you have to go," because he can say, "No, I can't," and "No, I won't." Okay, so he's going to do exactly
3: what's happening. So this is his farewell to the media today, and, and and the fans via the media. This is it this morning.
9: Yes, absolutely. And and so let me get to a couple things quick. Yeah. First of all, people, not that anybody cares up here. But if anybody's buying into Mike Tomlin, had a great coaching year, and you were <laughs> wrong about him, you're a complete idiot and a moron, and you don't know what you're doing. Well, they're going to get
4: just uh, at me next time. That was,
9: that,
3: that was Courtney's lead this morning. Derek. Yes.
9: Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, as you can tell, I'm a little sick. Like uh, like the, the genius, so I didn't hear the lead. I apologize.
3: That's man.
4: okay. Okay. I just think a lot but of I, 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 I think a lot this. of teams would love to have Mike Tomlin.
9: Good. Take him, please. I, I'll take Belichick. I told you guys that earlier in the year, didn't I? Yeah, he did. And here's why. Okay. Because that idiot's going to roll up into Buffalo and he's going to be, he'll walk out of the locker room like he's one of the players. He, we do what we do and we're going to do. You think he's going to watch a thing of film this week? No, he's not, and they're going to get eviscerated. They were blown out by Houston and Indy this year. They lost to Arizona and New England because the guy sucks. Done. Now, to drunk guy Bobby, okay? Here's what his play is today, Hildon. He is going to absolutely do what he did with Brady. He's going to put this all on Belichick. He's going to make him an offer he knows, He's going to say no to, and he's going to say, well, Bill would be here if he wanted to be.
3: Right. So the offer so is you can end. you can stay and coach only. We'll bring in a GM, and he knows he's going to say no to that, and so then he gets to put it on. Oh, interesting, Derek. Yeah, but he can't, you. though. Very be, interesting.
6: He can't because he already has a contract in place. So he can't go in there and go,
3: well, he can say that, and then Bill will say, no, trade me. And then Robert Kraft afterwards can say, we tried. I tried to work it out. You're going Are you going to alert us when he when he when he's up there? Yep, I'll give you a heads up. Okay, are we just seeing the Patriots backdrop now like on patriots.com? What are we seeing?
2: All I see is Bill Belichick live pre- press conference coming up. Okay. Oh god, I'm sweating. In all caps. Are you sweating? Yeah,
4: I feel like kind of sick. <laughs> I do.
2: Um,
5: so, I have something to assuage <laughs> your fears slightly, Courtney. Uh, mm-hmm. Cadillac, Mike Catholic, who does a great job at EEI.com covering the Patriots, uh, he said that he believes this is league mandated. So League this is, mandated? That this is not an elective press conference, that Bill didn't wake up chipper saying, I want to talk to Mike Reese. Huh. That, um, I mean, obviously what he says is up to him. But- so, does
6: Ron Rivera and, and the uh, guy, what's his name? Uh, how do you say his name on Chicago? Uber? Uber? Eberflus? Eberflus? Eberflus. Are They also. do they also have press conference? If you're fired before, then no. Which well, we they mean. haven't been fired.
5: No, right. So I'm. My guess is later. I don't know. I haven't checked their media availability. I'm just saying what the guy here that covers the team said that he believes that this is just a uh, housekeeping matter that Bill is required to speak to the media. I don't know. How well, that'll be interesting. That is, yeah, I
6: mean, I don't. Yeah, that'll be interesting because like I've never. And I don't know, like, a, I don't know what's going on in Washington, for example. And I don't know what's gone on in the past. Have we ever seen a coach do a press, uh, a media availability on Monday, Black Monday, well, I think then meet with the owner and then get fired?
3: No. I, I would think that's somewhat unprecedented.
4: Right. And I'm sorry, if this was already decided. If you listen to the reports that came out yesterday, if it was already decided, why does Bill Belichick care about league-mandated anything?
5: Who cares? It's because he's still going to be coaching in the league.
4: Who? But who cares? What, he's going to get a fine?
5: Probably. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay, you're making $25 million a year. Why do you care?
5: Or it I, I, been I'm son. not saying I care. No, I, 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 no league, I'm,
4: I'm not saying it to you. I'm just saying in general. Right. Why would Bill Belichick care if it was already decided he owes nothing to the Crafts anymore if they right. treated him like this? Then and he, he hates
6: the media, so why would he even do a league mandated thing when he knows he's getting fired? I wouldn't. Right. That w- that just doesn't make any sense. It's just. It's but why very,
5: did he talk to the media yesterday? Then.
6: Well, you always got to. I think it's after the game. It's the same rules. I don't. I, I don't know how the. Uh, I'm, I'm telling telling you. If, 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 he if he you're talking about a post-game right, post game interview, that's completely. different. If he
4: didn't go up there post game, then we'd all know he was done.
5: Right, but, but he if, does. But this, what is the, you know, the organization or the team using that? Same yeah, logic? but you can. But you want the
4: players to go up there post game,
6: right? But that's apples and oranges. You went on after all the players had already spoke. Curtis. It. But that's apples and oranges. The, you know that. Him you know going that. up,
4: if he didn't go up after yesterday's game to wrap up the season with all the players and the hard work they put in, and be able to get up there and right. talk about Matthew Slater, whatever. It, that would be disrespectful to all the players. Going up there today, he doesn't need to address but, any of the players. But,
6: but you don't even have to go that route. Every coach after a game goes... I think Arthur Smith we had a post-game interview. So that's just part of what you do as a coach in any sport is you have to go up there and talk about the game or whatever. I mean, does, doesn't does he talk on the... Well, see, it's very rare
3: that this team is not continuing on mm-hmm. to the postseason. But I'm assuming that he goes... Didn't he go last? Yeah. When the season ended last year, he did the same exact thing. Yeah, it was that. That was the press conference where we got Mm -hmm. the twenty seventh in cash spending.
5: Right. So, I mean, but that's
6: usually, but that we've never been in a position before where you know you're potentially getting fired, and that's why I said, do do coaches normally do this where they meet with the media on Monday before they met with the owner have their like you said, what is he talking about? What is he going up there? He's not talking about the game. All he's talking i'm going to be answering questions about his future or talking about his future. 774 text.
3: I'm with Courtney. I feel nauseous.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it feels weird. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. And I think if if it, if it comes out right now that he's retiring or they're moving on, whatever, now we have to wonder about.
3: Here okay, here we go. Obviously,
7: very disappointing season uh, all the way around. Um, Players, coaches, staff, organization—you know—everybody's not not uh, anywhere close to what our standard and expectations are. So, um, you know, obviously, things need to be fixed. Um, Proud of the way the the players and the team competed, um, but not not the results obviously from any of us uh, you know start with me and you know all the way down to you know, everybody else that was involved in it uh, I know we all feel the same way so um, I'm gonna contract um, do what I always do which is you know, every day I come in work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can uh, so that's what I'm going to continue to do um, and. You know, today was kind of the wrap-up day for us with the players. Um, we'll have a meeting with them and and, uh, and then go from there. So as far as any, you know, decisions or direction or anything like that for next year is, you know, way too early for that um, end-of-the-year process is, you know, I don't think will be fundamentally any different from a,
9: uh,
7: you know, the standpoint of how it's done. Um, the decisions, that's a whole other conversation, but um, how it's done, you know, I'll meet with Robert like I always do, uh, meet with the staff, you know, the personnel department, um, kind of recap the season with the big picture and then look at some of the individual situations that are, um, you know, looming one way or another. Um, so, but that's, you know, obviously a long The end of the day putting the pieces back together in terms of you know setting things up to go through a, you know a good detailed analysis and um and to kind of you know start a reconstruction if you will
9: we have more hands raised if we have time for questions i'm going to ask everyone to just ask one question we'll move on to the next if we get through the cycle here we'll go back to you but um, in all likelihood, we won't get all the way through this. We're going to start, and I'd ask you to turn on your cameras when you uh, ask the question. And I'm going to start with Mike Reese, followed by Andrew Kellingham.
0: Thank you, Stacey. Uh, good morning, Bill. I'm curious, how do you view the Patriots' current culture, as established by ownership, in terms of setting a coach up to succeed?
7: Yeah, well, as I just said, I think we'll evaluate everything, and and. Um, don't you know, take a course that we feel like uh, collectively all puts us on the best path for success
0: next question andrew callahan followed by chris Williams.
5: hey good morning bill you've mentioned your meeting with robert Kraft. when is that scheduled for
7: yeah i'll leave all that out andrew because we you know might might be a series of meetings. i don't know <laughs> we'll deal with that internally
9: We'll go to Chris Ryan,
3: followed by Dan Roach. Morning, Bill.
1: Um Obviously, two years ago, this was a playoff team and appeared to be, you know, ascending. Um, in your view, how did the franchise, you know, get to this
3: point, and what are the deficiencies that you're looking at initially to uh, to
9: clean up heading into next season?
7: All right. Well, that's what I just talked about, Chris. We'll, you know, take a look at everything. Both um, yeah, the current situation. Current year, and, and if there's a trend, or you know whatever we feel like we can do, uh, collectively as an organization, again it's the same thing we've always done, just organizationally, figure out where we're going, what's our best best path to get there, and um, you know look at the previous results, which obviously this year weren't uh, very good, and you know chart a chart a course to, to into the future.
3: All right, Sean. I mean, guys, staying. Yeah. Mm, why? Because he said he's under contract. Yep. yep. There's no fall guy now. Nope. There's no think, fall guy. I next. just
5: think he's putting it on Kraft. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to make the firing easy for Robert. And I wouldn't if I were him either. If he does get fired, that he. When was the last time Bill Belichick said anything about his contract status? Never. Never even give you a he, heads or tails on a question. Yeah. And so that falling in line with yesterday saying, you know, I'm going to have a meeting with Robert as I do every year. I can go back and look. I don't believe he said that before. Yeah, and he said
4: it could be a series of meetings mm -hmm. to wrap up the season. I just...
2: This whole thing is just getting fumbled. Like, this whole process. What do you mean? Because if you're going to keep him, give him a vote of confidence in the season and and just assuage everybody's minds and make sure everybody's good. Nobody needs to freak out. Bill's going to be back. And if you're going to fire him, Fire him! Don't drag this out. This isn't like a this isn't a what is it a popper's show, right? Is that what they call it? Like, <laughs> just fire him. It's not that hard. Just fire him. If you're gonna if you're gonna move on, then do it. Or if you're gonna keep him, then
6: give that vote of confidence. Don't sit on a fence like Glenn Ordway. Actually, make a decision. And I think you're right, Shime. Like you, if you are gonna fire him. And you at least owe him that respect of everything he's done for the organization to not drag him on and not lead him on into any different directions like, hey, Bill, we're just going in a different direction. That's why with this press conference, I that's why I believe that he's not going anywhere. He said, hey, you know what? Collectively, we'll do what we got to do to put us in the best position to be successful. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the contract mm-hmm. and I'm going to be working towards getting us better next year, which tells us which tells everybody who's listening mm-hmm. he still wants to coach. Also, has
3: there ever been a Zoom meeting in the history of Zoom meetings that wasn't a cluster F? No. Oh I, my like, God. Can we stop with that? I, like, the, you got the – it's like – well, stop. Just God. One, one other quick note,
5: which I would have, I hope somebody asks, will you return without changes to your contract? In other words, will you tolerate being a lame duck head coach? Because it's the belief of me and many others that it's next year's his final year. So, do you really want to have Bill Belichick with 15 wins before he passes Shula coaching just one more season here? And would he want to get that type of assurance from Robert Kraft?
3: A 508 texter says that they can determine from that what Bill just said. Mm hmm that there's going to be no pleasantly mutual parting of ways. There will not. He's going to have to be fired in order to leave the building, correct? Mm. That's what he just said to you?
2: Yeah, either fired or his contract runs out next year. Right.
5: And and totally notwithstanding how I may view Bill or how some people view Bill, Patriots fans are forever in his debt. And if Robert Kraft just handles this the way it appears he's handling it, the issues will be only intensified when it comes to the fan base's trust in the organization going forward.
6: What do you think the national narrative is going to be today? It's going to be kind of what Shime said. Robert, why are you treating this guy like this? Make a decision on the greatest coach to ever coach the game, whether it's you're moving on from him or you're keeping him. The fact that you have him out here and he's kind of saying, hey, he wants to be back. He wants to coach. So he's
3: he's the sympathetic character
6: in, yes. all this in your mind. Yeah, and that's the way it's going to – it's the same way that we looked at Brady when Bill – well, and i make making air quotes when Bill decided to move on from him and not like giving Brady any like are they gonna keep bringing him back he looks at Robert's gonna be like people gonna be like what's up man why yeah. are you treating him like this
3: well it will be interesting today and you can talk about it all day long here on Boston Sports Original WEEI we will get to Courtney and today's news coming up next That it's the end of anything. I know we have to get to the news, but it's fascinating. Bill Belichick, speaking with the media moments ago during the break, asked essentially if he would be okay with not making the personnel decisions. Yeah,
4: control over the personnel.
3: And what was his answer?
4: I'm for whatever collectively we decide is the best thing to help the football team. Mm. Then, furthermore, he was asked um, if he would be interested in coaching another team. He said, not going to get into a bunch of hypothetical situations. But he just
5: answered one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hypothetical question to say, would you relinquish some of your power? And he said, collectively, if it's in the best interest of the team. Mm. But then he wouldn't answer that. That's a pretty easy, for those that say he's definitely back, that's a pretty easy no. I'm I under say, contract. I'm not going to coach another team. But he
3: is playing this like a boss. Oh. I mean. I it, Standing on business. To, a plus. To, to, to stand up there and start off and say, I'm under contract. Yep. Puts it squarely in the hands of one Robert Kraft. It, right.
4: And uh, saying about the personnel, we collectively. Yeah. Like that. Well, you
3: can't say, I mean, it, it, you can't stand up there afterwards if you're Robert Kraft and say, wanted to try to work something out where mm-hmm. Bill remained as the head coach and we right. divided some duties here and there. You can't say that because right. he said he'd be
6: willing to do it. Right, yeah. and it doesn't make sense for the national narrative or the or the national experts or people out there. We just heard from Derek DeStela's fans say, oh, I would take Bill Belichick as my head coach over the guy I got now in a hoppy, mm-hmm. right? And if the national, you know, message is Bill can still coach, why would Robert fire a guy that is valuable in the Twitch chat. You can watch this show
3: on Twitch every day. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI and thank you to those who do Tommy B baby says Bill giving me succession vibes right now. So great
5: great point what do you guys think succession style? Jonathan you can have the team but you gotta fire Bill. And, and here's right. the other thing with all this does anybody have their money on Kraft when it comes to a staring contest between Bill and him? Like no. Bill Belichick was born for this. He's he's so comfortable when things are uncomfortable, whereas Robert is obsessed with being liked. And when he said, I'm under contract, Greg, this is the first time since Bill Parcells where Robert Kraft is charged with an actual decision that he can't put on someone else.
6: So then now, does that force his hand for him to keep – Bill, because he doesn't want to... Is he one of those people, and I I don't know him in depth, Robert, but is he one of those people that never wants to be viewed as the bad guy? And now, does this force his hand into going, if I do this, this is going to make me the bad guy. Do I need to just
3: bring him back? I think what Bill did this morning, moments ago, is eliminate the opportunity, if they're going to part ways... For it, appear, for it to appear from the outside like it was a mutually agreeable, uh, friendly parting of the ways. And I good like, on
4: Bill. Good on right. Bill for doing that. Because I think Robert Kraft, not just being the the good guy, the nice guy, I, I think he doesn't want to be viewed as making two of the worst decisions maybe in sports history. Right. So if, if he parts ways, if he fires Bill, and Bill didn't want to leave New England, and Bill goes somewhere else and then has a great season, that is going to eat at Robert Kraft forever.
6: Bringing Bill back is win-win for Robert in every way. Because if Bill doesn't perform well,
5: (laughs) Curtis's head is going to explode. Well, because listen,
6: (laughs) not a lot of wins with Robert with Bill this year. No, (laughs) no, there's not a lot of wins. But Robert doesn't want to be viewed as the bad guy. So if you bring him back, he's a lame duck coach who's only got one year. He doesn't do well. Then guess what? We moved on from Bill, and I don't look like I didn't have to fire him. But this is pure.
3: Can we just acknowledge whether you like him or not? Pure brilliance by Bill, the way he conducted that this morning. A plus.
5: So much respect for him in this, and in, in that Robert Kraft has wanted it both ways. He's wanted all the credit about a Patriot way and the success, and he's deflected all blame. I mean, nobody else in American sport could see the greatest player in the history of the NFL leave town and have the the owner try and spin it that it was actually a reflection of how great he was because of how long he got them to work
3: together before they separated. <laughs> I mean, right. that's really what uh, happened. Right. Yeah. And, if he's, and a, he's not going to get away with
6: that on this one. Nope. He, he can if he decides to not move on from it. No, him. I understand that. I don't know what you're saying. It's win-win. Because even if Bill's successful, guess what? Robert... Great job by Robert not letting the greatest coach of all time go because he comes back and he's successful. If he's not, you know what? Now I don't look bad. I didn't have to fire him. His contract was up, and now we can move on. All right,
3: Uh, we will finally get to this morning's news coming up momentarily with Courtney, and we'll talk about what science has determined about the vegan diet and apparently the relative horniness of those who are on it.